Hey everybody, welcome back to the Look It All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. I don't know why I trailed off right there. Ignore that. <laughs> so anyways, what are we discussing today? I actually have a couple things on the docket. So first things first, the pollen is kicking my ass. You can probably hear it in my voice. I've kind of tried to put off podcasting for like two weeks mostly to see if i could get my voice back 100 percent. but the pollen in north carolina is nearly at deadly levels <laughs> uh, you can hear it it's gonna be uh it's gonna be probably a a quicker one not quite as a long review on this one but today i believe we should cover the brand new Chris Rock special, Selective Outrage. Taking them takes took me a minute to find it. Um, Wikipedia doesn't have a page on it, so I'm gonna have to do basically all of it off the top of my head. But Selective Outrage, people have been wondering when Chris Rock was gonna come out and talk about it, when he was gonna come out and talk about the slap you know everyone's had their two cents on it we discussed it almost immediately as it happened i watched it live with devil toasted it was kind of surreal to see it happen and on the back end of it it felt like there was waves it was like everyone gave their two cents everyone was like what is Chris Rock going to do? Is he going to press charges, which he didn't? He didn't. He could have made things a lot more worse than what happened to Will Smith. Will Smith ended up getting uh, banned from the Oscars. I think it was like a 10 year band. I can't remember exactly. But uh, anyways, this is more about uh, the Chris Rock side of it. So it has been a year since uh, Chris Rock really has come out and done anything public besides his uh, smaller stand-up specials, which he has been touring around the United States, but he hasn't really gone publicly and said something. He probably did it the smartest way possible. He had a lot to say about it, and selective outrage gave him the outlet to do it. Now, the thing that was kind of interesting about this specific stand-up special on Netflix is I believe this was the first one that was streamed live. Now, Netflix has been suffering from the stock market uh, just tumbling since post-COVID for it. So they've been trying to get different ways to get people more engaged with Netflix, one of them being making the tiers more affordable and offering an ad tier selection. The other ones uh, include probably are going to be these live broadcast specials. So this was the first one, uh, first ever live streamed event. And uh, I think for the most part, it went pretty well from the technical standpoint. I will say uh, some people have pointed out that uh, Chris Rock messed up a joke or something like that. I just think that just kind of feels like it goes along for par for the course of this is almost stream streamlined consciousness just coming off of his head. Like he is not just getting a joke off his chest. He is 
speaking his mind and there's a lot of emotion behind his uh special so i'll kind of break down the special in like little segments of how it was essentially covered it may not be exactly you know this segment happened here this segment happened here it might not be in specific order but i can tell you what everyone's going to be discussing is the will smith uh last 15 minute monologue that chris rock has on will smith and jada he absolutely does go off so i'll talk about that first i was actually going to try streaming this but my sinuses are just ripping me right now so we are going to do this in a condensed fashion the will smith jada monologue that chris rock goes off on at the very end of his stand-up special basically my two cents on that that segment alone it's it's kind of warranted a lot of people have the same similar feelings that uh rock has in this very ending from will smith's apologies feeling very insincere uh to the takes of will smith is literally like six three or something like that and chris rock is i don't know five ten at most but there's just a a massive size difference in the two and a lot of people pointed out how will smith probably wouldn't have done that to i don't know rick ross the boss you know or denzel or samuel l jackson like he specifically went out of his way to you know you know to to beat up a little uh, a smaller person than him and so that's just something that it's, it's kind of it's a little bit bully like behavior. Now, I want to be fair with on um, both sides. I, I have talked about this in previous podcasts of uh, the, in the aftercast discussing the Oscars and, you know, the slap and everything else that Chris Rock and Will Smith were formative comedians slash actors slash, you know, just performers that I grew up, uh, you know, not quite idolizing, but really admiring so much of their work from the the animations uh voice voices that they gave from like madagascar to shark tale to you know uh any anything else in between and from their earlier careers with you know the fresh prince or everybody hates chris everybody hates chris was is a little bit more uh wasn't quite uh, a show I, I followed as much but i really enjoyed the late 2000s, mid 2000s, Chris Rock work. Um, the one that is formative in my mind, I know it's not his most notable one. I know everyone talks about him as uh, Pookie, I believe. But um, I remember him the most from being the caretaker on The Longest Yard. And there's something that happens in that. And I was like, oh, my heart. You know, I was like, dang, they had to, you know, they had to do that. So Chris Rock. Will Smith, they are two people that I would have never seen that would have to kind of go down this path. And so to kind of see all of this unfold live on a Netflix special streamed worldwide, I didn't watch it live, so I watched it the night after, but it still felt like it hit just as hard. I was... um I was like, whoa, this is real time, real life shit going on. Uh, Chris Rock is 
he's going off. He he dresses Jada down. He dresses uh, Will Smith down. You know, talking about their marriage. He just goes off left and right. I'm not going to go through the the jokes and everything. You can watch the thing for the jokes. Uh, the jokes are, I think, for the majority of uh, of the Will Smith last 15 minutes. I think you know there's there's a setup of a joke and then there's a punch at the end not it's not just a punch line it's a straight up punch a verbal punch and i think it is warranted honestly cuz his ego well uh chris rock's ego was hurt when that happened and i would say almost even worse uh, for Will Smith, like Will Smith is on, honestly, he damaged his own career with that. But, you know, I, I'm i also of the opinion that that wasn't, you know, obviously there's, you know, you can't really take that back. But I think there needs to be a level of forgiveness in a way that, yes, he hit Chris Rock. But does that mean that we need to be mad at Will Smith forever? It's not the worst thing anyone has ever done, but it just... And it is disappointing, but I want to leave a little bit of room open for, you know, individuals that we look up to and have provided so much, uh, you know, to the to the culture of entertainment, I guess, you know, I, I think it's a lot to just kind of shun them out in a way. And so it's definitely a difficult line to walk. And so I just want to kind of point that out for the, you know, the um, last 15 minutes of the monologue. Now, let's talk about basically everything else. So the Chris Rock, Will Smith monologue, I think it's warranted. I think it it was in, it was entertaining. It was, it walked the line of being emotional, but I think still pretty tasteful as well. He might have messed up a joke, but the dude has got so much emotion coming off of him. It's just like you can feel it radiating. He's also talking about how successful he's he's been. And I'm going to tra- transition into the other aspects of the special. So now we're talking about the non-Will Smith parts. I'd say the majority of the special is pretty, pretty entertaining and interesting um i haven't watched too many of chris rock specials off the top of my head mostly i'm familiar with him as a as an actor from even going as far as uh fargo more recently when he's trying to do his serious chops but um you know i loved him as much far back as jackie brown and like i said earlier all of his animated movies of uh you know you get the madagascar the um he works some with uh Adam Sandler, I believe, and he's made that documentary, Good Hair. My, my mom was a big fan of that. I haven't watched it yet, but she said it was very interesting. Um, so he's very diverse in the types of projects that he's working in. So, you know, uh, you do have to be pretty respectful on a, on a way, on, on a level, just so that you're like, wow, this guy has had a hell of a career. And so... Watching the stand-up special, I was like, you know, maybe we just get some screaming Chris Rock for a little bit, and eventually he starts talking about Will Smith. I think this was a pretty heartfelt, uh, not too emotionally driven set. 
uh, Corey of Double Toasted said that a lot of the jokes he had heard before in his previous tour. So um, Corey saw uh, my buddy, buddy Corey saw um, Chris Rock live. I believe it was back in like November or something like that. So Chris Rock has been using and has been, uh, you know, honing and probably crafting his jokes over the course of the year, probably ever since he got slapped, he's probably doing crafting all these jokes. And a lot of the jokes are pretty damn funny when uh, even back when he's talking about like being slapped by uh, Will Smith, you know, asking if it hurt. And he says, hell, yeah, I heard he still got summertime ringing in his ears and the shit like that just had me fucking like laughing out my fucking ass. I was just like, this is this is uh it's so fucking true and it's funny as hell. And so I felt like that for the majority of the sets, whether he was talking about uh, his, his family, I understood that he wanted to be very proud of his daughters and his daughters apparently are, you know, very sophisticated young women, very traveled, very pampered, very spoiled, as he says, as, as a lot of children are, hell, I was spoiled a lot when I was growing up. Um, their spoils are obviously a lot more different than the majority of people's spoils, considering I looked at the price tag that I believe that Netflix paid for two different shows for uh, Chris Rock to have on their platform. $40 million. Chris Rock was paid $40 million for two shows. I think I saw that on the MSN. So, yeah, he's... He's he's bagging in the money, and I thought the good things I liked about this um, this special were how much he talked about his personal life and how you know not just kind of relatable, but it seemed like he was kind of stepping into another chapter of his life. He was very open with how his marriage uh, happened to not work out, but he says that his wife is the smartest woman, and uh, she's. Uh, mostly because she's not funny and has half of his shit. So, you know, obviously uh, there is some tough love being dealt out in this selective outrage, uh, you know, segment. And uh, selective outrage being the title of the show and what he's kind of categorizing Will Smith as having. And so... There's also another not I don't want to say there's an attack on woke culture, which woke is almost such a triggering word for almost almost anybody of the aisle. It's like left hates it. The right hates it. Uh, Well, people just kind of hate the the ideology for some reason. Mostly because I think it's an easy way to say it's a little bit more progressive and liberal, I guess, is like open, diverse, inclusive, non-hating of all, you know, of all people. I thought that Chris Rock did a pretty good job of walking the line of being able to talk about politics, but also being able to point a finger at politics and say, there's some things I agree with. There's some things I don't agree with. And there's problems on both sides. And, you know, uh, there's kind of 
different aspects to look at it like and so i haven't watched too much comedy uh stand-ups in the past like two years but i've heard you know you know everyone is attacking the quote-unquote woke woke culture because everyone's worried that you know you're gonna quote-unquote offend somebody which i think is the ultra you know ultra sensitive way to kind of read that take but i can see why why it's an easy target to kind of point at woke culture in a in a whole but i think the whole conversation of woke culture is is gonna date this these years very heavily as oh my gosh can you believe how much we were talking about it or not talking about it or doing this or doing that that kind of thing i think that uh comedy about it is kind of hit or miss and for the rest of the segments of the chris rocks special i believe um i laughed a lot but there were some segments i wasn't too crazy about so let's um kind of round this up a little bit losing my voice a little bit the um The had some water and it had like soap in it or something. I was like, what in the hell does that taste? <laughs> Sorry. So So I know like the big thing is like about comedy these days, it's like, oh my goodness, you offended me. Oh my goodness, you said this. Oh my goodness, you're offending you talking about an entire group and generalizing and stereotyping and oh my goodness um i think the majority of it's pretty tasteful it's it's kind of relatable they talk about the kardashians and stuff he talks about the kardashians um uh he talks about uh chris rock discusses how he's canceled more student loans or paid more student loans than joe biden has i thought that was fucking hilarious um so there's Tons of, uh, so there's tons of interesting topics. I think ones that both toe the line of being, you know, left and right, both, both parties, I think can, can enjoy it. He's not like super, he's not stepping on the necks of another group just to make kind of a joke. Now, the only thing I would say about the entire set that felt a little bit, I don't know about insensitive, but just, it, it feels like the conversation of someone that has not had to deal with this. And I honestly have no idea if he's had to deal with this. Now there's jokes about like, not quite abortions, but kind of dealing with, you know, uh, death and not, it's not abortions, but like, I don't even think he mentions mis miscarriages or anything like that, but it's just that kind of conversation is like, is very tender for a lot of people to kind of talk about and to kind of expect everyone to kind of laugh at jokes at the expense of you know discussing about that might be a little i think that's where my 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 quote-unquote woke liberal flag would come up and say now maybe we shouldn't talk about this now chris rock but you know otherwise otherwise um I think the set is pretty good. Now, my only reason would be like, you. it would be different if a, a woman was talking about it from a perspective 
of having gone through that. Now, none of what he had said that had mentioned that he had gone through that. And that's not really any of my business. But what I'm saying is if you're going to bring that kind of heavy topic up and expect people to laugh about it, uh, then I, I, I think you should expect a little bit of pushback, but it's not like I'm mad about it. I was like, that these jokes just didn't work for me. And with saying that, I did see a large subsection of people of all ethnicities that said some loved it, some hate, some didn't like it. Some people come out of the woodwork and like, I never liked Chris Rock. And it's like, nobody asked you. <laughs> like, I don't understand like the, the people that are coming out of the woodwork to just, to just, just say that. It's like, we're asking how you like the special, not like if you like a person and uh, regardless if you like them or something. It was very, it's very interesting to look at this, like the tweets and stuff like that. Most people were, uh, most people I think found it pretty funny, but I did see some of the retaliation, not retaliation, but just kind of slight rebuttal from the public. Let me see if there's a couple of tweets I can bring up to kind of give a overview of what people were thinking during the Chris Rock um, special. So again, go to luggedoutpodcast.com for all of the social media links. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts. We're on all the fucking things. We're on all these motherfuckers. Um, help us get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It's taking a little bit longer than we expected, but once we get there, we can start monetizing our videos and start making money. So the Chris Rock Live special. Let me see. Um, um, someone said, uh, Black, uh, EAF Tweets, at EAF Tweets, says, I'm with Chris Rock. Let's see what else we got. The world needed for someone to call her out, Burn. And that is about uh, Rock calling out the Duchess of Sioux, I believe, over the racial, racial claims she's leveled against the uh, royal family. I got to say, that was a pretty funny segment. She said... Um, him talking about how Meghan Merkel had married into one of the most racist families in the world. And, you know, they were the original colonists and stuff like that. That shit had me, had me, <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, um, it, it, it's pretty damn funny. Um, some people were laughing at Chris Rock's comedy show, um, offending everyone at Brian Simmons. Um, thanks for being bold at Netflix on um, Chris Rock Live. That's how it's done at I Draw and Write. So someone said Chris Rock deserves to be slapped by Will Smith, says reporter. Oh, that's a that's an article. Mm, who else is starting to think Jada Smith probably instigated the Tupac Biggie beef? This lady just doesn't quit. I got to say that I would have paid probably about 20 bucks just to see Will Smith and Jada's face during this selective outrage. Um, Cause I guarantee you this shit was crazy. I like there was for every compliment I felt like Chris Rock said, cause he did stick up for him. I got to say that he stuck up for him for saying, in a way that he admired him, you know, he, uh, 
he didn't really have ill will against him before all of this. And now post this, it's just like, fuck him, you know? And I don't disagree with what Chris Rock said for the majority of, uh, you know, the Will Smith set. I got to say, he didn't learn to keep Jada's name out his effing mouth. Um, I got to say, the more I think about it, that the him yelling that at the end of the slap, I feel like is almost just as bad as the slap itself. Because I felt like the slap, if you go back and rewatch it a few times, most people could have been like, was that planned? Was that not planned? Um, but them yelling at the end with Will off mic, it was just like, oh my goodness, you know? So that's just how the cookie crumbles. Um, but anyways, this, the, this is, uh, the review for Chris Rock's selective outrage. Let me know what you thought about Chris Rock's selective outrage. The first live streamed ever event on Netflix. It, uh, I think it did pretty well, you know, despite him messing up a joke. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, uh, dude's in front of bajillion people, dude getting paid out the ass, like, Chris Rock, you know, I, I don't think he'll give a shit. Um, so anyways, would I recommend it? I would recommend it. I think even if you're not paying 100% attention to the selective outrage, uh, you know, stand-up special, I think it's entertaining to watch or just listen to as you're, you know, doing whatever. So let me know what you thought about the review. Let me know what you thought about the selective outrage special. Be sure to check out more Look at All podcasts, podcast reviews. Hopefully I'll have my voice back in a couple days and we'll be able to get a couple more podcasts reviewed for you i am going to do uh side by side by side magic mic comparison like which magic mic is the best it's been a minute since we discussed it so be sure to check out look at our podcast.com for all the links and links for all of the social medias are in the description you know what to do five stars help us get to a thousand followers on on youtube uh, if you want to donate, please help us. Keep the lights on and patreon.com slash podcast. Also on paypal.com slash podcast. All the links in the description. You know what to do. Take it easy. <laughs> uh, what does Chris Rock say at the end of this shit? I don't know. Some sort of witty comeback. And here's a witty comeback for you. Peace.